Welcome to Janet Today, Janet Tomorrow, Janet Forever, the Janet Jackson podcast where two cousins discuss all things Janet Jackson. My name is Courtney and I'm here with my cousin, Cousin Cam, and we're back. We are back. I missed you. I missed our chats. I miss you too, cuz. When we were planning our first episode back, we plan to do a general news and update episode on all things Janet Jackson. We're going to share what we've been doing since we've been away, but then something amazing happened. We heard from one of the Rhythm Nation twins. Big shout out to Lamont. Twitter handle ITHL123 for making that connection. We are constantly asked about the twin sisters and if we could get them on the show. So when we got that instant message, we knew we had to get Kia on the first episode. If you recall, Kia and Keisha Croft were twins most Janet fans became aware of during the Rhythm Nation era. They dropped out of high school and after listening to Rhythm Nation album, they decided to go back and finish. We were introduced to their story when they had a chance to meet Janet. We thought we'd do like a quick 10, 15 minute update. Then we do our new show since so much has happened in the world of Janet Jackson since we last recorded. But literally five minutes in with Kia, we knew we had to give her the whole pod. So our regular news updates will have to wait until episode two. Episode two, we really have an exciting season plan and we can't wait to tell you more about it next time next time Mm -hmm. so to set up our discussion with kia we're going to play a clip um this clip is from the mtv icon special um to introduce our guests in it you'll hear kia and keisha reading their letter to janet and then after this clip you'll hear wait i'm gonna do like they introduce the guest pastor after this next selection the voice you will hear will be that of kia (laughs) cross Okay, I think the first voice they're going to hear is yours, then mine. Missing up the dates, and then Kia. <laughs> oh, and we need all of you to do us a very important favor. When you listen to the pod, no matter when it is, tweet us on the timeline, share the episode on your social media, and leave a rating and comment wherever you are listening. We're only paid in love, and the way you can pay us is with your kind words. Tell somebody about the podcast, leave a review, all of that. Stick around after the credits. Most of our listeners know sometimes we put a little extra in there. Yep, yep. Is that it? I think. Okay, and I'm going to say it again. The voice you will hear after this next selection will be that of the dynamic Kia Croft. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since Rhythm Nation, Janet has nurtured her relationship with her fans. She connects with them, cares about them, and perhaps taking a page from her own life goes out of her way not to make anyone feel excluded. But Janet's dedication reached a new level with the touching story of Kia and Keisha Croft, two sisters who had dropped out of school. I know some people don't think a song or an album can change your life, but that's not so in our case. By listening to your song, the knowledge it made us realize how important an education is. They listened to that song and it just turned their lives completely around. They graduated from high school and went on to to college from there. And they actually gave me their tassels. And I thought that was the sweetest thing. So I wanted to give something back. So I had them framed. And I gave them back to them because they did the hard work. Today's show is special because we are joined by a very special guest, Kia Croft. Kia, many of us fell in love with you and your sister Keisha in 1999, and you've been in our hearts ever since. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us. This means so much to the OG Jam fans. Uh, That's very sweet, and it's my pleasure. I am so glad that I'm able to do this podcast with you guys. 
we met Janet in 90. So the fact that you discovered her in 99 is truly remarkable and a blessing. Yeah, that was actually an error. It should have been 1990. I think Cam said 99 (laughs) because I typed 99. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> but I, I will tell you that people are still finding you. Lots of people are still finding you from the um, MTV Icon tribute, which is on YouTube. That was, so that was incredible. People, yeah. I, so we want to talk about yeah. that for sure. But first, take us mm-hmm. all the way to the beginning. Like, when did you first fall in love with Janet Jackson? Man, well, first, I can tell you, I fell in love with, of course, the family, uh, Michael Jackson, the Jackson Five. Um, I grew up in a family where we have older siblings. So that music was always a part of my growing up. You know, we used to watch the Jackson variety shows. We used to, you know, buy all their music. And I, I can just remember the Destiny album, just falling in love with that album mm-hmm. with Michael Jackson and his brothers. And so, of course, um, watching Good Times, falling in love with her as Penny, then from Penny, falling in love with her <laughs> from Different Strokes as mm-hmm. Charlene, mm-hmm. and then um, when she went to fame, and then uh, when she did Dream Street, that was one of my favorites. Just her voice to me is so beautiful on that song. It's just so innocent and pure. Um, because I'm just like her ballads to me. Like Let's Wait a While. Oh my God, I used to be mm-hmm. like. I used to just be like, that's going to be my wedding song. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. Like, when my sister, her final project in eighth grade drama, she had, she lip synced Funny How Time Flies. Yes. That's pretty funny. Yeah, and she got really risque on it. I was going to say the, the French part, too. <laughs> Girl, that's I said that's the reason why I'm bilingual because of that. <laughs> Don't play with me. Okay. <laughs> but my sister, she got a B minus because she was kind of acting at the end when she was like, when she had to moan, you know what I mean? She was doing too and much. She was, she was doing way too much. She almost probably got suspended. It's like, girl, what's wrong with you? <laughs> in the moment. Of course, going into high school and the Control album coming out, just totally relating to that album because her dad is was like Joe Jackson, but my mom was like Joe Jackson <laughs> in a way, not in such a way of where she was pushing us to like succeed in certain ways, but just trying to mold us into something that we weren't just uh, being ladylike, you know, not like being tomboys. And mm-hmm. we love to dance. We we were like dancers. We were track track stars. We used to run and and she wanted us to be more ladylike and stuff. So I totally related to the Control album on a level where mm-hmm. it just hit me in my soul. Then, <laughs> you know, fast forward to um, everything that we had went through, just, um, you know, dropping out of school and then just going through just, you know, when you're 17 and you just don't really know what you want to do because you're molded by your family and there's that that's what you have to think about okay so this is i got to go to school i have to be 
a nurse or I have to be a teacher, but you don't want to be any of that. You want to kind of follow your heart. And so, and then at 17, you don't know what you want to do. Absolutely. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you feel like you just have to live up to other people's expectations. You right. don't have to set your own. Right. Absolutely. Um, so you said you guys had dropped out of school. And what grade was it that you left school? Seniors. Okay. <laughs> so at the very Seniors. end, you were like, no, thank you. <laughs> what led you to decide to quit school your senior year? I just, to me, I felt like I don't want to go through this anymore. You know okay. what I mean? It was just... I mean, I don't even know how kids do it today because the peer pressure that I faced is nothing compared to what they're going through. Mm-hmm. But just not only just the peer pressure, but also, OK, I have to get my credits. I have to make sure my grades are right then. So it was just a lot. And I like I'm the one who decided I just check myself out of school. And my sister just kind of followed me because me and her were like joined at the hip. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean like we were joined Mm -hmm. at the hip so I was just like I can't do this like I need to figure out what I want to do and right now this isn't it committing to this every single solitary day is not anything that I want to do and I don't suggest anybody does it but as I look back on it I was like and I was young I we graduated early actually because we were like 16 and a half yes Mm -hmm. you all looked so young yeah yeah. yeah, we were 16 and a half that I was able to just know inside myself and listen deep inside my heart and say, I can't do this for myself right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so my sister, she, you know, checked herself out of her classes, too. And then we kind of just looked at each other like, what's next? Now, did anybody you know? know, like, did your family know or was it one of those nope. things where like you just stop going to school, but you leave the house? <laughs> no, I didn't leave the house. I went home and I told my mom. I, I told her, like, we're I, I don't know what I want to do. Oh, so I don't want like, to today do was my last day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it, it was like it was like around this time. It was probably like maybe October. OK, it was October. So it was really early in my senior year, which helped out because we were able to go back and finish mm-hmm. and graduate with our class or right, whatever. Right, right. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like we were just totally out of school. You know, we went to like. Uh, it was called Emily Griffith, kind of like an alternative school. So we were still doing things. Mm-hmm. But then and I don't want to judge anybody when I'm saying this, but this was like 1990. Mm-hmm. So at that time, kind of like teen pregnancy was kind of looked at like not like how right. it's looked at now. Like people are making shows about teen pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But people were asking us, like, why do you guys go to this school? Do you have kids? And we were just like shocked, like, oh, no. <laughs> do you have kids? <laughs> and they did. And they did. And we were like, yeah. So we were kind of like, we don't belong here. You know what I mean? We're just mm-hmm. going through a, a crisis right now because we're about to be adults. We're about to graduate because we have more credits than we should, really. And mm-hmm. we're only 16 and a half and we don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I can but imagine that that could be truly overwhelming. Yeah, it was really overwhelming. So I go back up to, you know, my school and I'm like, psych. You know? <laughs> I changed my I was only kidding. We were just playing. <laughs> I, just, I just needed some vacation. PTO. <laughs> But luckily, they let you do that. Like now, I don't know if anybody would be like, okay, they're just some stupid kids who made that decision. But, you know, we were able to re-enroll, but we were just sitting at home literally 
really doing nothing. I mean, we went to school for two hours. You know what I mean? Two hours a day. And we were like, this this isn't us. You know what I'm saying? And listening to her song just kind of was like, we're smarter than this. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we're smart enough where we can get credits to graduate early, but -hmm. we're dropping out because we're having like a crisis that we don't know what we want to do. And we're taking our education for granted. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why, you know, when we went back and we just kicked butt and was able to graduate. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, what do you remember about the first time you heard Rhythm Nation? Where were you? How did you get the album? It, it coming out and everyone being so excited and just just her new look and her new passion. You know, she was different. Control was kind of like her kind of stepping into being an adult, you know, like yeah. I'm saying, when I was 16, taking control, like if I want to drop out of school, I can. No one can tell me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then also when looking at her transition where she she was like strong enough to be like, I want to take control. But then she also was being impacted by what was going on around her socially. You know what I mean? I mean, growing up in Colorado, it wasn't evident to us about, you know, dropouts or teen pregnancy. I mean, it happened, but like I'm saying, we were shocked about it, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I'm sure growing up in LA, California, a bigger um, community, she probably saw the impact of it. Social mm-hmm. justice, police brutality, things of that nature that she really tapped into. You know, if you have a mind that's expanding, which, you know, minds is, is still doing, and I, I'm very happy, um, you know, you kind of just gravitate to it. So then I, I, I just remember me and my sister just dancing like all night to it because, yeah. you know, back in that day, it was BBD going on. And so so we would just practice routines to just go to the club and then, you know, we just rhythm nation and looking at her videos and just, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it just impacted you in a way that that was just unbelievable. Yeah. I love and that so- you uh, shared that basically c- the control album is mm-hmm. what made you think, I don't need school. <laughs> I know. And that crazy. And- Rhythm Nation <laughs> got you back. Yeah, got me back to school, got me back thinking just also on levels of like empowering yourself. You know, I, I'm i the one who always used to wear black and everyone used to always diss me. Like, why are you always in black clothes? Why are you always in black clothes? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so seeing her in all black and rhythm nation, mm-hmm. I was like, what you got to say now? Like, yeah. like, like yeah, I don't want to hear it. Oh, yeah. yeah, like I don't want to hear it. Now I like colors and stuff like that. But sometimes you got to let people evolve, whether it's through their fashion, their expression, they're going to evolve in other ways. And I felt like I want to wear black and I wore black all the time. Black, yeah. black on black on black on black yeah. on black. <laughs> it's so funny you say that because I think, um, you know, for a long time, I think after Rhythm Nation, we associated Janet Jackson with black and white. Mm-hmm. Like that was her iconic look. And oh. it was much later when she started, you know, experimenting with color and doing all of that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so funny from time Especially to time. with her hair though, because I always see her still in like mostly black and stuff. Well, like now that. she has returned. And so there are lots of, folks who are I don't want to take a planning but you know they're like bring back the colors do this and we're like no this is OG Jan she's back yeah, right? 
She gonna be who she gonna be, and I yeah. love it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Can I ask you your favorite track off of uh, Rhythm Nation? I, I have a few. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm, you know what? I'm gonna tell you my absolute favorite track. Okay, uh-huh. so I was in love with "Come Back to Me." Oh my god. <laughs> Because it's the best (laughs) And so, but I'm going to tell you how it all probably worked out in my favor that that was like my, my favorite song. So how I met Renee. (laughs) Okay. So, so we didn't have any tickets at all, at all to the concert. And it was, she was there two nights here in Colorado, the Rhythm Nation tour when it came here and we didn't have any tickets I mean we they were like I think $90 a piece and that was a lot of money back in, in 1990 I think well, it could have been because no, I went to that concert and Helen would not have taken me <laughs> okay so then I'm thinking so then so then someone gave me wrong information then because because and I knew and I knew my sister told me it was three tickets that we got for $90 from a scalper. Sorry if anyone's oh, that's listening. Possible. That's possible. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely possible. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone told me that it was $300 for three. And I was like, no, it wasn't, you know, but because I've been trying to rack my brain because, you know, I'm about to be 49. And so it's kind of cobwebs forming in <laughs> certain areas. <laughs> but yeah so we didn't have any tickets but of course you know like you can always win tickets when the radio stations right, parked right. out there so we were like it was me my sister and our friend tc the boy the guy do you ever you ever see the guy in the video he's tall he has on a white suit i probably nobody even you gotta go back and look anyway in which video so we, when we meet janet oh gotcha. we meeting her, okay okay we were like the three musketeers. We did everything together. Me, my sister, and him. You know what I mean? So, because um, when you have a twin, you don't really need a friend. So, it, but, you know, he was, he was just our best friend. I love that. So anyway, yeah. So he came along and we were like, okay, we have no tickets, but let's go try to win these tickets. Because it was, it was Jackson, the Jackson's trivia. Janet, Michael, Marlon. Jermaine, Catherine, Joseph, we know everything. <laughs> Rebe, we know every, we're going to win these daggone tickets. Can't nobody stop us. We go down there at like, it's like 1130 in the morning and it's nobody in the parking lot. It's just our car. Wow. <laughs> yes. So we go there like thinking the radio station is going to be there all day. No. So we're like, what are we going to do? We don't want to leave because we want to be the first in line to answer every daggone trivia question because I'm, I can win Jeopardy. I was Mm -hmm. that confident, Uh right? Nobody shows up like until like four. And what time did you get there? 1130 girl. I'm saying like no food, no nothing, like nothing. Just waiting to just thinking in our minds, like somebody's going to come out and see us and be like, look, you guys are real fans and give us free tickets. That didn't happen. (laughs) So So then we're just trying to find ways to come up with how to have fun so we're just pretending we're new addition dancing making each other laugh just clowning finally i think it's like 3 30 4 o'clock here comes it was called y108 so finally they pull up and we're like oh my god they're setting up for like another hour and a half two hours and then people start <laughs> trickling in and i'm thinking like oh my god like 
what's going to happen? We don't have any tickets. There's like five, six, seven people around. Now I'm territorial. Like I have to go up against them. <laughs> now I'm just mad, right? We're hungry. We haven't eaten anything. He doesn't start the game until like 530, six. Oh, now no. we're like, and we don't have any tickets. So now do you know how heartbroken we're feeling? So then my sister's like, Kia, I'm just going to go just get us a hot dog or something. You know, she's not losing hope. I said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here <laughs> because I'm going to answer at least one question. And if I got to go in by myself, no, nah, I didn't say that, but I'm just saying. I was like, <laughs> but it might have been on your heart. Like, <laughs> yes. I said, I'm staying right here to try to win these tickets. So, um, I, it was it was questions that were was easy, like what's Michael's last name? I mean, it was just <laughs> easy questions. He would not call on me. I was like, almost like in tears. So this he was like, it's, this is the last question for you to try to win these tickets, right? Before he asked the question, my sister, all I can hear is, Kia! She's like, she's like at the top of the stairs calling my name. I'm like, what? She runs down the stairs. We have 12 row tickets, three yes. tickets. I was like, ah! he's all like, do you want to win? Do you want to answer the question? I'm thinking like, boy, bye. <laughs> we run up dancing, screaming, hollering, acting crazy. So while we're doing that, I recognize Renee. He walks out. Nobody recognizes him or anything like that. He goes over, does a little interview with the with the DJ or whatever. You know, I'm interrupting it being dumb. Here comes the bravery again. I'm like, hey, Renee, because he was fine back in the day. I was like, sheesh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, hey, Renee. And he would turn and look and he'd wave while I'm interrupting the man's, you know, interview. Like, what is wrong with me? So anyway, before he leaves, I'm like, Renee, hi. And he comes over and he talks to me, my sister and our friend. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, I love the comeback to me video. It was right when the comeback to me video came out. It was like a week before they come in concert. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that video is so beautiful because they're in Paris and it's just a gorgeous video. And I, he was like, oh, it, that video's out already. I was like, yeah, and it's so beautiful. It's so exciting. And and I was just, you know, rambling, just right, right. I don't right, even right. know what I was saying. So anyway, he walks and I was like, Renee. <laughs> Being stupid. <laughs> so he looks back and then he goes in, right? Mm -hmm. And then we just start dancing, acting crazy, because we got three tickets from a scalper for $90. Yeah. Yeah. Go in and he finds us. Uh -huh. He finds us. And then that's how everything just started rolling throughout the whole night. So that's why wow. I like come back to me. Sorry to be so long winded. <laughs> no, that's wow. a good story. That's, that's a, good a story. great story. <laughs> yes. Because I was going to ask, I was like, what happened with the 12 row ticket? So your sister did get tickets from a scalper. Yeah. Did, did she you get got a the hot ticket? dog? Uh, no, we don't <laughs> care about that. We didn't, girl, we didn't eat. We didn't eat. We had breakfast at like probably eight, nine. We had, we didn't eat all night. Oh, <laughs> we didn't need to. We did not eat all night. I'm going to tell you. So, so we're we like, were fueled by the rhythm nation. Yes, girl. I'm telling you all, all of it. Hansi, okay. <laughs> all of it. 
So like he comes, we're just, we're sitting there. We're just excited. We had no tickets. We were there from 11 to when they let us in at like 730. We had accomplished what we set out to do. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like 12th row. Yes. So we're just sitting in our seat dancing like, oh, we got great seats. And we were like right in the middle. So to me, it was excellent. I just thought we we're in. This is amazing. Mm. So so then we're just sitting there dancing and just being crazy. And then he comes into the row where we are. And he was like, follow me and be quiet and don't say anything. Yeah, we were like, okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> so then he was like, you know, you guys have a lot of energy. We love it. And Janet likes it too. It makes her show better. Here are three front row tickets. So you saw that we were acting like fools. Now you're going to give us tickets? <laughs> and you want us to be quiet? We was like, <laughs> we are about to turn <laughs> up. <laughs> turn, girl, turn up. Oh my God. So we get to the very front row. I ain't talking about second, third. I'm talking about right there in the front row. Oh my God. So then we really just cannot contain ourselves. We're acting like fools. <laughs> so then this back roadie was watching us and then he starts laughing, right? right. So, so here comes the bravery again. My sister had bought a shirt, uh, one of the Rhythm Nation shirts, the white shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, that she has on in the video. Okay. <laughs> My sister was like, do you think that Janet can sign this for me? And he took it. Right. Okay. And we were like, oh my God, he just going to take your shirt, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but we were like, no, why should he? 10 minutes later, he comes back and she signed it. Love, <laughs> girl. That's exactly how we was. Oh my God. <laughs> then we looked I can't even contain myself right now talking about I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so the show hadn't started. You all are just no, down no, front. No, it hadn't dancing, started. Having a good time. Had, yes. In the front row, right? Oh gosh. But after he signed that shirt, it was like on <laughs> 10 plus. Y'all had the best day plus. ever. We yes. didn't even get to the show yet. <laughs> girl, girl, I'm saying it was crazy. So then Chucky Booker comes out and then his show starts. And then um, it was a good show. It was a good show. But we were like, can we hurry up with Janet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know, no, no offense to Chucky. He's good. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. He is. We love Chucky. Yeah. We had him on. Oh, and yes, we had a good time. Yeah, I listened to it. He's a good guy. Good, good. Man. Wow. That's just okay. like, I'm hyped now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we need to get to like, so what happened? First, let me interject. Okay. I might have to put this in a different order. Is this before okay. or after you wrote the letters? You wrote the letters before the concert or after? Oh, okay. No. So I'm going to tell you why we wrote the letter. Okay. So, okay. so Chucky goes off then all through the concert, like Renee's standing there, like talking to us the whole concert. He's filming us. We don't know, like, but we're just hype. Y'all see the little <laughs> excerpt that they showed us? Like, uh-huh. y'all want us to go crazy? We're going to. We got you. <laughs> yes. We love Janet. This is like natural energy. Nobody's acting. We didn't even know we would get in the show. And now we're up front. So, yeah. (laughs) So we were dancing. We knew all the lyrics. He was just really like impressed. Like he's like, how do you guys know all the lyrics to everything (laughs) she was singing? I'm thinking like, duh, like we love Janet, you know? (laughs) So anyway, like she wipes off her, her face with the towel, right? 
Yeah. And she throws it into the audience. And our friend who was with us, his name's TC, he caught it. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. So we were like, oh, my God, you caught the towel. Okay. So then we're all excited. And she throws a nut, one to the middle of the audience. And she goes to the other side, throws another towel. Then she comes back to me. I think she was like, I want her to get it. I'm just, I'm just surmising thinking mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. So then she wipes off her face and throws it. Pe- the people two rows behind us catch it. Man, <laughs> you got robbed. No, listen, I'm like depressed. Like, oh my God, such an idiot. So I'm going to tell y'all why I was crying. Why was that little excerpt from the documentary that's about okay. to come out? Okay. Where I saw my face. I'm going to tell you what made me cry like that. So then she goes and she's doing her show. And I'm kind of disappointed. I'm like, okay. I mean, he has her towel with her makeup. My sister got her shirt signed by Janet. I don't have anything, right? right. So she's singing, when I think of you. She's singing, right? Then right. She, she's just coming over. And you know that key that she used to have with the, I mean, the earring with the key. Mm-hmm. She yeah. takes it off while she's singing, when I think of you. And she threw it to me. And you caught it? Caught it? Please tell me you caught Girl, that thing. she threw it to me. She threw well, it she directly threw the to me. You I, didn't catch it. You know, Janet is strong. So I think she threw it. And I know she's strong because when she hugs, she gives bear hugs. And it's like, <laughs> girl, you be like, Ugh. I mean, even when she shakes her hand, it's like, dang. <laughs> she has, she's strong. So I think when she threw it, I don't think she meant to throw it that far. Right. Um, so she threw it in a way where I knew I know she was throwing it, throwing it at me. And she was singing when I think of you. That and is I, so fantastic. That's when I started like <laughs> they had to. That's when my sister was hugging me. And it was just it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and then that's when I did that. You know, I went into that. Cry. <laughs> like, oh, my God, the ugly okay. cry. <laughs> yes, girl. But it was not really cry. It's a great ugly cry. I can't even imagine. Like, I'm trying to imagine this day. Like, y'all basically had like a bowl of cereal and then went out and Man. crushed the day. Man, I'm saying you just do not even understand. That's why when I tell people the story, they're like, this is unbelievable. Then it get okay. So then Renee's standing there. I think he probably likes the energy that we're giving and stuff like that. So he's like, I want you guys to meet Janet. And we're like, what right (laughs) but then he's like but I want you guys to come back the next night to meet her but I I want you guys to say hi to her later and I mean it's it's like an out of body like kind of like why did we get picked like what is it about us you know what I mean yeah so then that first night we you know when she was closing up or whatever her show she goes out she comes off stage has like a real big bubble coat and he pushes us. He's like, go, go, go. He's pushing us. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of fuzzy about like the first time we met her, I, but I know we hugged. Right, Cause so many times, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had on like a real big bubble coat. So we bent down to just hug her. Right. And he was like, I'm going to have, you know, tickets for you guys. Just come back tomorrow. We oh. were like, oh my God. Yeah. So it's unbelievable. We're driving home, just bugged out of our minds. Like this, this really just happened. Right. Uh-huh. So we're all like, what can we do? What can we, what can we say? Like, we're just having a conversation, me and my sister. Uh-huh. And we're like, well, remember when we listened to her song, the knowledge, and we felt like, why are we mm-hmm. wasting our education? Why are we wasting our lives being at home, being lazy, doing nothing, getting up at noon, watching TV, soap operas, walking to the store, getting Slurpees. 
you yeah. know, silly, <laughs> silly stuff like that. When you do it during the summer, why are we doing that when everybody's in high school, you know? Right. Uh-huh. So then my sister, we just sat down and we just wrote from our heart what we what we really meant and what that song meant to us and what what how it impacted us and what we accomplished from it because we went back and we graduated so you know and I was like well why don't we just give our tassels that's like you know what can you give somebody who has everything you can give them something from the heart you you know Mm -hmm. so we accomplished what she was preaching you know we kind of it, it came to fruition so then the second night he didn't really tell us what time to go there, but he, I, I know he probably meant come there, come there when it's time for the concert. No, we show up at like 1.30. In the <laughs> when did y'all sleep? When did y'all find time to sleep? We didn't sleep. We probably slept like three hours. We go like, we have to go shopping because we probably made a horrible impression. We were all dirty because we stayed out there all day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> we get tickets. So we're like, let's just go get some outfits and then we'll go to the show. Hold on, before you take us to the before you take us to the show the next day at 1 p.m., I need to know like what was the family's reaction when you came home and told this tale? Nobody, they were out of town. They all went to Chicago. What? What? Yep, nobody was there. (laughs) It was just me and my sister. I mean, we called our mom and told her, and she probably was like, Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Good job, girls. (laughs) Right. Yeah, nobody was there. It's just me and my sister. Everybody was in, everybody was in Chicago. It was just us. And I think that's probably what made it just so just way more like, how do I put it? What's the word I'm looking for? More sentimental. Well, I can go because nobody like was like, don't go back there the next night or, you know, nobody was speaking any negative vibe into it. It was all positive, just all symbiotic, just love and just like like this is a fantasy like I can't believe this is happening yeah so then we go and we get close and we get there like so early (laughs) so then he told he we he met us where he told us to meet and we're thinking oh now we're gonna meet Janet no he was like go get your tickets (laughs) and and go sit down (laughs) so we're just there yeah exactly that's exactly what he did so we're thinking like oh my god when are you gonna meet her then he come and be like hey we're gonna make it happen he did that like twice so i'm like here just give her the letter and the (laughs) give her the letter for us you know what i mean because now we're just growing impatient of course because we just really want to meet her so badly but Mm -hmm. the way when it happens for a reason the way it happened so it was he was just like be patient you're gonna meet her okay anyway so then like the concert goes on, Chucky Booker, he's great again. And so then the intermission for her to come on. So okay. then he's like, now's the time. Then he takes us backstage, right? So wow. of course, other fa- yeah, other fans are in there meeting her. And it was like, we, we already are so nervous, right? So we already, I look at my sister, she's already starting to cry. So when I look <laughs> at her, I start to cry. So we're already like, <laughs> we're already crying before we go in there. Soon as we go in there and see her, it's like, it was just like, first the door opened, right? Uh-huh. And then I, I see her first kind of like standing there and she like kind of peeped out the door. She was just chilling, like standing up, just, I know like she's, she's a normal for person. You. Yeah. yeah. 
just like chilling. And so we walk in and then that's when you see my sister like hand her the letter and then like I hug her and all that stuff. And then that's when we, all the stuff that y'all see in the videos, that's when everything happened. Like when we're crying, tearing up, being crazy. Not crazy, just just being like, I can't believe this. Yes, emotional. That's the right word. Just being emotional because you would never think like, that going from having no tickets and then going to meeting her twice in two days. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. In <laughs> yeah. And not only being able to express your, your appreciation and gratitude, but also telling her like her impact is doing something like, even if only us two were impacted in this way, two people who were able to, you know, go on and accomplish what you were talking about is like a blessing you know and so I mean she gave us oh my god she gave us just earrings and shirts and pictures and she had a black cat a black cat named Onyx she gave us a cat (laughs) yes she had a black cat on the stage it was a real kitten it wasn't a kitten it was an actual adult cat but they didn't want to really travel with him too much um, longer because I don't know what was happening to him and his name was mm-hmm. Onyx. Okay. And she gave us the cat. Our friend TC, he took the cat. I'm sorry. And, well, um, I just cannot let you just keep saying she <laughs> gave us a cat. You're talking about the cat that we all knew as Rhythm, whom you're telling us is Onyx. That's you're saying, same Rhythm? Y- yeah, you're saying that that cat stayed yeah. with your friend TC for like 12 years he lived for 12 years y'all 12 wait years. a minute i just can't yeah wait. but but his you're name not, was wait, wait, Onyx. wait wait you're she talking about a tiny cat you must have had a i'm thinking about the cat that was in the show you're talking about uh, a, like a pet i'm talking about like yeah like a pet cat yeah, not like uh, a, not like a flat <laughs> panther or nothing and that's yeah. still crazy to me like i can't she gave you a cat i would have been like how you explain well, this? <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. i was like you can't just give children a panther <laughs> no it was like, a it was a cat it was like a cat it was and then she gave us, oh my, she gave us like garbage bags of just of stuff, of all, all merch, all merch oh, from Rhythm Nation. Mm-hmm. This is you crazy. Still to have me. That merch? Yeah. Wow. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, she so gave we're gonna need we're gonna need some pictures <laughs> of of all of this good stuff. Um, oh, so okay. Yeah. Go ahead. And, yeah. Go ahead. Send me some pictures. Um, but I can't leave yeah. the cat yet. <laughs> leave, leave the cat where is no it? i cannot why was a cat at the show why did yeah. she have a cat you know who really racked up on this tc tc racked up because <laughs> he got exactly cow, he got a yeah. cat he got to meet <laughs> janet janet he got to meet janet so then she gives us her phone number no 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 i think we gave him our number he didn't give us his phone number at that time okay. so then we're we're like me and my sisters like let's get in the car and just follow them to Utah. Like, <laughs> Come on, TC, bring the like, cat. Yeah, <laughs> let's take our thirty dollars and go to Utah. We were bugged out. Like that's gonna get us to Colorado Springs. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you know, and 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 we were just on cloud nine. Like like what do we do? Like what do we do with all this? 
that we just experienced. We didn't know. Wow. Yes. Take us to how you got from backstage at a Rhythm Nation concert in 1990 to on stage at the 24th NAACP Awards in 1992. So fast forward a year and a half, the phone rings at our house and then my sister answers it and her eyes like fall out of her head. Right. (laughs) And she's like, Kia, this is Renee. I was like, Renee, who? (laughs) Oh, now she don't know. <laughs> right? No, no, Renee. She was like, she was like Renee, Janet, Renee. I was like, what, 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 what's going on? Right. So he was all like, you know, Janet's about to get the humanitarian award from the NAACP. Mm-hmm. And she was like, they asked her who would she like to present it? And we went through a whole bunch of people who we thought could do it. But she said she wants you guys to come do it and present it and we were like what like the NAACP awards like be on tv like <laughs> we were like what are y'all gonna come here and feel <laughs> we were so like we were so naive we, now we're 19 we were so naive like what what do we do and then we were going to school to be no did we finish medical assistants we were coming becoming medical assistants because we okay. didn't really okay. know if we wanted to do nursing or go to be a doctor. I was just like, let me just try medical assistant because that's like eight months. I can do that, you know? <laughs> so right. then so then he was like, well, I'll give you more information. Like Renee, he takes his time on stuff. So we're just like waiting by the phone. Like as soon as the <laughs> phone rings, we're like, <gasps> and it's not him. We're like, oh my God. <laughs> so then finally, <laughs> finally he calls and he's like, yeah, it's all set. We want you guys to come down to L.A. and and present her with the award. And and it, it was like within a week, within a, th- that week, everything's planned. Everything's planned. So, so from the time you got the phone call, like a week later, you were in L.A. Gotcha. gotcha. So, okay. Yeah, well, OK, by the time we got the phone call, then he didn't call back for like another two weeks. Okay. Then when he called back, it was like a week. It was like. January and at that time, Colorado, when it used to dump snow, it used to dump. Mm-hmm. So right before we were supposed to leave, it was like a blizzard. Oh my lord! <laughs> and we were like, we're never gonna get Panic. out of here. We're not gonna. They're gonna cancel our flight. We were just like devastated. Sure enough, somehow miracles always happen. <laughs> the snow, like th- our particular street, was one street that was able to get cleaned off in time. So they're like, okay, we're going to get a car to come pick you up at 530 in the morning. So we're standing there thinking it's like a car that like what we get, what my mom has or whatever. This limousine just like pulls around the corner. The the biggest limousine you can think of. We were like, (laughs) oh, my God. We're just like shocked. Like, this is for us. Like, oh, my God. So we get in a limousine. They drop us off at the airport. We go to the airport, we get into the airport, like first class tickets. I'm thinking wow. like, yeah, like not first class, second row, first class, like very front row. Like here's the pilot to and- everyone coming in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like the cockpit, the cockpit's right there. And then there's our chairs. We're like, what is going on? Did you and have your so- jackets in the little closet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're, Listen, let me tell you how naive and how, how I won't say ghetto. I'll say like. Bourgeois ghetto. We're playing spades in first class. Like, okay, the best. (laughs) We're playing spades. 
Yes. Wait a minute. I'm like, oh. Was TC with you? No, he didn't get to come. Oh, he didn't get man. to come. <laughs> oh, TC. It was just me and my sister. <laughs> yeah. So we're playing spades. So we get off the plane. Like, okay, where do we go? Like, we don't know what's going on. We've never been anywhere without our parents at 19 years old. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're going down the escalator and there's the chauffeur with our name oh. holding up. Croft twins. We're like, what the, what? We're just like, <laughs> we're like going crazy. Like what is happening? Right. And we, we're not as sophisticated, but I know that he has to open the door, but my sister opens the door. He's like, <laughs> madam, we, I got you. <laughs> it was crazy. Right. So then Janet had an assistant. Her name was Anne Therese. And Therese meets us at the Mondrian Hotel. It was like this beautiful hotel. Okay. So we walk in and checking in Queen Latifah. The Queen Latifah? <laughs> Queen Latifah. Yes. Oh. My sister walks up to her. My sister's like, Queen Latifah. Like, she's going crazy. Right? <laughs> she's going crazy, right? She's like, what's up? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right? So... And Teresa's like, come on, you know, stop being all starstruck. <laughs> so we get in the elevator and I'm thinking like, I know these dudes from somewhere. I'm thinking like, who are they? I know them. I get off the elevator and I'm like, that was high five. Stop <laughs> it. I'm Man. serious. I, but I can't connect crazy. anything. It is crazy, but I can't connect anything. I can't connect it because I'm like, is this really happening? So Aunt Therese takes us to... Um, to the to the hotel right uh-huh. you know i mean when you grow up in a working class family you, you're used to motel six so the suite that me and my sister are in with aunt therese is like so we i'm like oh my god there's a sofa in here there's like a bed <laughs> <laughs> like we're tripping right she gets on the phone she's like this is not what we wanted and i'm thinking like <laughs> I was like, well, we got to move. Like, <laughs> she's like, don't unpack your bags. We're not staying here, right? So finally, the hotel calls and they're all like, um, your room's ready. She's like, come on, like, let's go. Like, she was really sassy. She was like, okay, come on, let's go, right? So we get into the elevator and it's like, tick, 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 tick. I'm like, how high are we going? <laughs> Girl, how do you give two 19-year-olds the penthouse suite. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, girl, I the bed that it. we saw, me and my sister could just, we we were so crazy. We, we were like, Kisha, let's see who can roll off the bed. And we kept rolling <laughs> over each other. Like, we were just that silly. We were like, oh, the bed was that big. We were like, oh, my God. It, it, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. We were like losing our minds. I love this. Going crazy. So Renee's like, he comes to the hotels because he wants to see what we're wearing. Mm -hmm. And that's when we had on those black and white dresses that we had on. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, that's fine. And then, but, and then he was like, but I want to take you guys shopping. So he takes us shopping on Melrose, right? So we go, I mean, he has a really good eye for like fashion and stuff. And so, um, he was like, those pants are really cute. He was like, go try them on. And I was like, okay. So I look at the tag and mind you, this is 1991. Mm-hmm. It was 92. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, I, I want to buy you those pants. And I'm like, okay. And I, I just happened to just turn over the price tag. 92. Okay. 1992. 
$350 for a pair of jeans. I was like, were they hammer pants? <laughs> no, just regular black jeans. And like, this I was is what like, people pay okay. for jeans? <laughs> yes, it was crazy. It was crazy. Then he took us to the club. We get to hang out with Tina Landon. MC Light was there. He introduced, yeah, he introduced us to a lot of people. We hung out with Renee. He drove us around town. I'm thinking, like, are we going to Neverland? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but some, but we, yeah, but my he, he drove a Range Rover, and my sister and we used to wear, you know, the we had a ponytail in our hair, yeah. and so. Um, I said, I think, I don't know who was in the front at the time. And this lady was waving to us. And so we, he waved back and I waved back. And he was like, he probably thinks one of you guys are Janet. Cause you know, it was tinted windows. So you can't really see when someone's driving by. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that lady waving was? <laughs> Jody <Ooh>. Watley. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was crazy. I was all like, this is, it was crazy. It's crazy. So anyway, we get to the night of the show. Uh, no, we have to rehearse first. And we walk in and Renee's he's like totally segregated from everything, all the action on the floor. Right. <laughs> so we walk in and like one group I see there's boys to men. There's new edition thinking like, why can we stay down here, please? <laughs> no, we have to go all the way up where he is, is completely segregated from everybody. And he was all like, I don't like like what they wrote for you guys, you know, because you have to read cue cards or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't I don't really like it. He was like, it's, it's corny. It was something like, and you know, Janet, love will never do without you. <laughs> it was just oh, real corny. Yeah. He was like, I want you guys to be more natural. I want you guys to say, you know, what's in your heart or whatever. And so, you know, we got to change up what we wanted to say. I can't really remember what what we said because it was just it's an out of body type experience. Because when we go up there to present, there was there was this there was two people who were presenting in front of us. It was Tommy Davidson Mm -hmm. and this girl, this actress. Right. Mm -hmm. So she was like, I can't go up there with this purse in my hand. And I was like, well, I'll hold it for you, you know, until you come back. So they go and do their thing. Then it's going to they do like the montage of when we met Janet. And so me and my sister start crying again. And then I feel the tap on me and she was like, oh, I'll take my purse now. And I was like, "Okay," And I gave it back to her. And that actress turned out to be Halle Berry. (laughs) You can't keep doing this to us. I know. Girl, I have so many stories like that. Oh, my God. So it was like all the people who I encountered are legends now. You know what I mean? Wow. They're like legends now. But I did see one legend. I didn't get to meet her, but I did see her because while me me and my sister were waiting to go into the dressing room, they had to ask um, if we could share it. And it was Felicia Rashad, Nancy Wilson, and Shanice. But they were like, yeah, they were like, but stay out here so that we can make sure there's enough room for them. Um, but there's not enough dressing rooms for everybody. And so we have to ask if you can share it. So um, so while we're waiting outside, while they're asking, oh, I see like three racks of clothes like fly by. right? <laughs> then I see this really, really short lady. She's not really, really short, but she's kind of short, like running behind like the racks of clothes and like three other people. And it was Patty LaBelle. 
I was like, <laughs> but she ran by though real quick. But she, girl, she had like three racks of clothes. Yes. So then we go in and we get to like meet um Mrs. Rashad and Nancy Wilson. Shawnice was really cool too. Shawnice Wilson, she was really cool. Love her. It, it was just crazy. It was just a really crazy night. But so then we, after we present, um we do our presentation or whatever. We didn't stay in the audience. Janet went back to her dressing room and we watched the rest of the show and took pictures. But first we went to that press room, which was crazy. They didn't want the press to ask us any questions. They just wanted us to take pictures. So that's mm-hmm. where one of those, those the pictures where me and my sister, where my sister's like looking, kind of like giving somebody the side eye. Because <laughs> they're like, over here, over here, over here, over here, over here, this way, this way, this way. And you're like, which way? Who's yeah, talking? Yeah, I feel like that would give me yeah. anxiety. Like, yeah, so I was like, I don't know who's talking. That's why yeah. I was just like, just smile and just look straight ahead. I didn't know what to do. I need to ask, <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember your shoes? Um, yeah, because they hurt like a, oh God, they were, they were, uh, I wear an eight and a half and they were an eight. So you can imagine how my feet felt. Oh, no. I was like, oh my God, I know, I know. It was just like, oh my God, my sister took her heels off. That's why she's in flats. Uh, okay, <laughs> I wasn't okay. that smart to bring my flats with me. I was just like, I just, you know, sometimes you got to suffer when you're trying to be cute, I guess. But my feet were like, girl, I'm going to make you pay for two days. That is right. <laughs> so I was going to ask, horrible. I was like, because y'all had on different shoes. So that's why. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But we got, when we were in the dressing room, like people come to see Janet, like, I mean, and they have to ask. I'm talking about big celebrities. But the um, but we we were back there with, Jimmy Jam, Lisa, his who's who's his wife now, mm-hmm. Renee, mm-hmm. Um, and me and my sister, and everybody used to be like, "Hey, blah blah blah." I don't want to name oh, anybody. No. Name some names. <laughs> <laughs> yes, give us the tea. What and two? Who came by? <laughs> uh, it's people like people who you wouldn't think to have to ask to come backstage to meet somebody, but it was like. They had to ask. So that's why it's I, it's just such a blessing that she could look at me and my sister as like, yeah, I want to be around them because, you know, she's just so down to earth and so like, I mean, even Renee at the time, I think he probably kept her grounded maybe along with her family because he really wasn't a part of that Hollywood scene. I, it, mm-hmm. I got the idea that he didn't really like it too much, you know? Okay. So, because he, he usually kind of segregated himself and was like, you know, I, I want to keep you guys away from that. Or maybe it's because, you know, he didn't want us to spill the beans of who we were. I don't know, whatever the motive. But I think, you know, it was helpful. It was helpful for me and my sister because we were able to kind of like, you know, ride that wave. And then, you know, it still inspires people, which is really, really cool. It absolutely does. Yeah. And, and when when I made my comment on, I don't remember who. Lamont. It was Lamont's fan yeah, page. Oh, Lamont. Yes, yes, yes. And when I made my comment and he was like, people really, really like you guys. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. People have been so excited. Like every now and then we get a note where someone will ask us about you. Like, can you all have the twins on the show? Are you serious? Yes, we have. That's what he you. told me. And I was like, <laughs> what I was yes. like, nobody's looking for me every few months. Yeah, that's what he told me. I was like, <laughs> I did not believe him at first. I mean, 
Not saying that he would just come and just literally just be like, oh, I'm going to just find some random girl to lie to. But I'm just saying, like, like I literally was like, no one is really caring about me. No, no. <laughs> like, there has been a search party yes. for you. I know. Like, I didn't think my sister and I, you know, made an impact like that. You, you think like people kind of just, oh, they're just fans. But it's like, you know, we're, we were more than that because... I think what she brought to our lives and what we probably brought to other people's lives is hope that, you know, you can maybe meet somebody who, mm-hmm. who you look up to, you know, not on like a, a crazy level, but on a level where that you can, you can tell them how much you appreciate their art and what, how their art has moved you because art can move you. It's just not, it can motivate you to do things. Mm-hmm. It's not always about what other people are telling you. It's about, how something speaks to you, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah. And so the fact that I was able to, to do that in my lifetime is pretty amazing. And I, um, I mean, we didn't really follow her around or anything, but like our story has, is always like, it's circled around. Attached. It's yes. attached. That's how it is. It's attached. Cause like the icon, I would have lo- loved to do it, but like I had a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. He was probably like four months and I didn't have a plane ticket. I mean, I had a babysitter. <laughs> I don't have to bring him. <laughs> but y'all got to help me get there. But they were like, no, we will give you tickets. We were like, uh, okay. I'm sure this was MTV, right? It was MTV. It yeah. wasn't Janet. Janet yeah, didn't have yeah. anything to do with it because like I said, she is the most generous, kindest person. Yeah. Because I don't want to diss nobody. But I, I mean, I've seen interactions with certain celebrities and it's just like they are just not nice at Mm -hmm. all like Mm -hmm. not nice and so you know she wasn't like that every time we met her she was gracious she was kind she was like I remember we had to tell her that we had to practice on each other we told Renee we had to practice on each other and give injections to each other to learn how to do shots Mm -hmm. and we told them like how sore our butts were Uh (laughs) and she's like yeah Renee had told me that you guys had sore butts that's funny (laughs) (laughs) so we were like Renee we only told you right like you know what I mean but she was just so cool and down to earth because to entrust I mean she didn't really like know us know us but she probably did but she didn't know maybe we were to trash the penthouse hotel i mean how would they know yeah and she let us do that she let us stay there she gave that to us i think that says so much about her mm-hmm. just the experience that she and renee went you know above and beyond to create for you because like you said when you got to that first room you were like this is the life yeah. And, Man. you know i was like to- <laughs> Yeah, not and knowing know, that it was something yeah, better. that they yeah. had made these mm-hmm. extravagant accommodations for you and your sister yes. to just create an experience for you, right? Like, I'm, yeah. So, I mean, I think, like, and he didn't have to even take us shopping. He didn't have to take us shopping. Yeah. He probably thought, well, if they don't have anything, you know, nice to wear, we could take them shopping. But, you know, we had like a nice dress or whatever. So he, he could have been like, whatever. But he took us okay, shopping. See y'all later. <laughs> yeah. Spend money, you know what I mean? And was like, do you guys want to go out to eat? He was going to take us to the Ivy. Remember when the, it's some Hollywood spot called the Ivy? We were like, no, we ate Subway. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time I ever had avocado. I thought I was sophisticated. Like, oh, I had something on it called avocado. That is so <laughs> <Yes, dude. laughs> Like, 
I'm like, forget the Ivy. We'll go to Subway. That's <laughs> fantastic. I love that so much. Yeah, oh. but he was so cool. He was just, it was just a really, really just cool experience. And I'm glad, like, I'm not glad, but I'm glad that's where the memory stopped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I got to meet her at the icon and then maybe it, w- it would have been like maybe a bad experience. Not because, yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad the memory stopped right there where I could be like, man, this was like dope from 90 to 92 was like the dopest stories that I can tell. And it's not like nothing is soured from anything. It's all love. It's all great. I love that. So I have a question for you now. Your sister isn't here today, obviously. You were going to share a brief update. We have so much love for her. Um, A little bit. I won't go into everything, but just um, probably from about 27 Mm -hmm. till now, just a lot of mental health struggles Mm -hmm. lately. And so, you know, she's trying to get better. So... Yeah, so I don't think she was healthy enough to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, we absolutely wish her the best. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for sharing that. Give our love to your sister. Um, mm-hmm. I will. Yeah, just yes, let her know that there that. are folks in this world who are thinking of her and loving on her and lifting her up. Yes, yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. You and your sister really made such an impression. And I can remember watching, I think the first time that I saw you guys was on the Rhythm Nation documentary and okay yeah and I can remember watching that video and it was like almost like looking at Rudy Huxtable like I remember being a kid and be like they're like me like that could oh, be me yeah. and <gasps> and I just thought how brave you were because I don't even know if I could be in the room and read a letter that I had written <clears throat> to Janet Jackson at that age like I just I thought you all were superheroes. Thank you guys for finding me. I'm sorry. I mean, I was like, I was here all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Stay lovely, Black Queens. Do what we can. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That is it for us for now. If you need more Janet Jackson, which we know you need more Janet Jackson, you can subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're already a subscriber, please tell a Janet Jackson fan about us and leave us a rating or review whenever you're listening. Your comments and ratings help other people find us, especially on iTunes. If you're not already, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Janet Jackson Pod. If you are following, thank you for every like and every single retweet, especially on episode releases. Those are simple things you can do and they go a long way to help us reach new Janet Jackson fans. Our intro and outro music, Good For You, is provided by THBD and is licensed under the Creative Commons 3.0 license. Thanks for listening to Janet Today, Janet Tomorrow, Janet Forever. Well, let me tell you one, one other story. So then we're walking, we're walking back to the limousine because he was like, yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking them back to the hotel, blah, blah, blah. And so then I run right into Michael Bivens from New Edition. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Right. So I get in the car and he's like, oh, there they are. And I just turn my head and girl, that was my first kiss ever on the lips. What? Michael what? Bivens. <laughs> yeah, because I grew up. Is sheltered. your life even real? Girl, I can't. When I turned and he kissed me, it's like right on the lips. I was like, (gasps) 
Oh my it god. Was crazy. It was crazy. 